With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lament on the Division of the Empire by Floris of Lyon. Mountains and hills, woods and rivers, springs, sheer cliffs and deep valleys too, mourn. For the race of the Franks, by Christ's grace exalted, to the heights of empire, and now brought low in the dust. Let the elements in sympathy share this grief, the tracks of land, the waters of the seas, the stars in the sky, the gusts of wind and the raindrops as well. Let men grieve, for the hearts of men become hardened. God's lash strikes on all sides. All things clash together. Everything is devastated by suffering and terrible disasters. All the goodness of peace is rent in bitter hatred. All the finesse of the realm is marred by insensate wickedness. The honor of the church is now cast down and buried. The rights due to priests are wholly upturned and overthrown. Love and fear of God's law have disappeared, and all that has been determined by canon is trodden underfoot. Famous cities are harassed by conflict upon conflict. The basilicas of Christ are despoiled of their former splendor. No respect is paid to the martyrs, at the very altars no one stands in dread. There is no respect for sacred things. The commoners suffer pitiably from constant pillage. The nobility, at loggerheads, barbarously murder one another. The earth drips with blood. Plundering runs riot everywhere, and mad criminality goes rampant and unchecked. Adultery is flagrant. There is no fear of breaking oaths. Innocent blood is shed with no one to avenge it. For mortals have abandoned their fear of kings and of laws and make their way, eyes closed, to hellfire. Who could do justice to the tales of monasteries torn apart and nuns dedicated to the Lord forced by infamous oppression to become laywomen or the very rulers of the church under duress of arms and in danger of being slaughtered. The people are without bishops, no professors occupy their chairs, and the more years that pass, the more of them are laid low. Once oppressive princes, wreaking terrible slaughter, forced this upon us, now it is black pride which brings people to such an evil pass. Bartholomew of Narbonne still languishes sadly at his old wound. The walls of Reims grieve dismally too. Pitiable exile wears down excellent scholars. In wickedness men vie for place with ruthless gold. The excellent realm, its diadem sparkling, once prospered. There was a single prince and one people as his subjects. Both laws and judges did credit to every city. Our citizens lived in peace. 
our might frightened the enemy away. Priests performed their holy charges with energy, often counseling the people and ministering to them with piety and justice. Far and wide, high and low, the word of salvation resounded on the ears of the clergy, the people, and the noble princes. Everywhere young men learned the holy writings and boys absorbed at heart the discipline of literature. Horrible crimes were often warded off by vigilance and judgment. Some were impelled by fear, others by love to observe justice. Efforts were made to convert foreign peoples and to control them, when subdued, with the reins of salvation. Here bands of pagans bent to the yoke of salvation. Their heresy, when it arose, was trodden groaning underfoot. And so the Frankish race became celebrated throughout the world, and the fame of its achievements reached the ends of the earth. Foreign kingdoms everywhere sent their emissaries from afar, both barbarians and Greeks, to the Latin tribunal. Even the race of Romulus, yielded before this people and Rome, fine mother of kingdoms, gave place. There the prince of this realm was crowned by the gift of the Pope, relying on Christ's protection. Oh, happy would that kingdom have been had it known its good fortune, with Rome as its capital and, as its guardian, the keeper of heaven's keys. Its immortal protector was the timeless ruler of the skies, who can raise kingdoms on earth into the heavens. But now that pinnacle of power, fallen from its great heights, like a garland of flowers cast down from the head, once splendid with the different scents of sweet-smelling herbs, is trodden underfoot by all, stripped of its crown. It has lost both the name and the distinction of empire, and the United Kingdom has fallen to three lots, for there is no one at all who is recognized as emperor. A petty king supplants a monarch, the fragments of a kingdom replace a realm. Councils meet frequently to decide upon theft and aggression. Salvation's laws are destroyed in bustling assemblies. The common good comes to naught. Each man looks to his own. Private concerns are everything. Only God is forgotten. The Lord's pastors, accustomed to meet together, attend no synods in the general dissension. There is no assembly of the people. All laws disappear. It would be useless for ambassadors to hurry back to where the court is deaf. What will be done by the people near whom the mighty Danube flows, whom the Rhine, Rhone, Loire, and Po wash. Once upon a time they were bound together in harmony. Now they are troubled by sad divisions and broken treaties. Signs from heaven often foretold this evil to us, when battle lines of fire with terrifying light so often gleamed menacingly through the midnight darkness, shining in different quarters with their ill-omened flames. While at midday, as the people were observing the season of fasts and praying devoutly in the blessed churches, the sun covered its shining face in a dismal gloom and made the stars gleam from heaven as a wondrous portent. 
We know that this terrible apparition was followed by a savage war in which Christian peoples wickedly attacked one another with swords, and the bonds of duty were severed by kinsmen's blades, both wild beasts and birds devouring their goodly limbs, when terrible comets burn so often in the sky, foreboding disaster and destruction for mankind. One of them, shining brightly with a tail of flame, gleamed for almost an entire month with its grim light. The cruel devastation of provinces, the overthrow of kings followed, the frenzy of war and the tearing apart of the kingdom came next, shaking the miserable world with uninterrupted terror. Such an ending. Such wrath of God may ensue from these great evils that they can scarcely be contemplated in one's trembling heart, recalling them with difficulty, sighing in grief for it all. There is rejoicing as cruel wounds are inflicted on the exhausted realm and peace, they call it, where there are none of the blessings of peace. The wall stands threatening a sudden mighty collapse, long leaning to one side with gaping holes everywhere, smeared with wet mud which soon will fall. In it is no mixture of straw, all its parts shake, now we see the terrible vision of holy Amos, wreaked upon us in this lamentable manner, for the Lord leaves the wall preparing to put down his plumb line, and in his anger refuses to bring any mortar. Now indeed Amos catches sight of an apple hook, designed to strip the entire tree of its fruit. The oak stands uncovered and unsheltered by its leaves, deprived of spring water, the Lord's fine garden withers away. The hunger and thirst about which that same prophet sang are sent by divine judgment to scourge the earth, and the nourishment and rain of heaven's word are missing. On all sides, both north and east, the seas cry out at this evil. What good man cannot see and grieve that the voice of the prophet thunders upon us in the words of God? Will the Son of Man coming from the heights of heaven find, do you think, any trace of faith on earth? In human hearts foxes have built their dark lairs, and the foul birds of the air have made their nests. The devil's deceit and pride hold universal sway. There is no place on which Christ may rest his head. In these circumstances may that little flock groan but have trust." The Father reserved for it the joys of the eternal kingdom. Let tears spring forth from its eyes both night and day, and may it keep knocking with its prayers at the door of life. Let it ask with yearning heart for the three breads of truth mentioned in the teaching of the gospel book. True faith bears witness to threefold God throughout the centuries. It feeds upon these foods. With them it nurtures its faithful friends. He would not receive a stone if ever he asked for bread, nor instead of a fish shall he feel the poisonous serpent's head, nor shall the deceitful scorpion in place of an egg delude him, seeming gentle in appearance but wounding savagely with its tail. For as the sun shines of its own accord or the spring flows abundantly, as the gentle rain drops spontaneously from the clouds, so that kindly Father, who is considered the fount of goodness, 
with divine favor grants all good things to his children, those, that is, who seek him out with true piety and faith, those who embrace in pure love what they thirst for and hope, and those who know to despise the good and the evil of this changing world and to follow God with unflinching virtue. Almighty God, grant that we may understand with our minds so many evils, so many massacres, and so many pitiable dangers. Grant that we may groan and grieve for them with all our hearts, and entreat your divine power with constant prayers. You who govern Israel, whose all-seeing eye never sleeps, who by your eternal judgment raise up the humble and lay low the proud, forgive the suppliant, bring swift ruin upon the arrogant, beat us, Holy Father, with paternal blows, chastise and strengthen us with your rod and staff. Let all the evil in the world serve to cleanse us. May those who always love you increase with every hardship, so that, saved from the black waves of the sea, winning through to the port of peace by your guidance, we may pluck sweet fruit grown from this dismal seed, and sing again in perpetual praise of your triumphs. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.